Once upon a time it was like I just wanna be with you Every minute of every day I want to forever stay with you Not any longer I'm not certain what's going on But I'm most certainly sure I don't wanna be with you Suddenly you're a bore Your sense of humor Previously used to make me smile sometimes Now your jokes only make me
in my rune that I just drew out of my rune book. Partnership, a gift. And it's called Gibo. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Gibo. And it's an F symbol. Drawing this rune is an indication that partnership in some form is at hand. In love relationships, in business matters, in partnering of every kind, you are put on notice not to collapse yourself into that union. For true partnership is, achi- is achieved sorry, only by separate and whole beings who retain their separateness even as they unite. Remember to let the winds of heaven dance between you. At the same time, there is another realm of partnership that you are called to consider. For the path of partnership can lead you to the realization of still greater union. Union with the higher self. Union with the divine. The ultimate gift of this rune is the realization of the divine in all things. God always enters into equal partnerships. Kibo, the rune of partnership, has no reverse, for it signifies the gift of freedom from which flow all other gifts. How apropos. This is a wonderful book. I'm glad I stole it from the library. No, I'm not really, but I've always wanted to buy another copy and send it to the library. Because I don't want a cop to find. I was really sick when I borrowed it. I've tried to take it back twice. My gosh. Anyway. So that's a stolen revelation brought to you by underfunded (laughs) records and radio the book is called the book of runes commentary by ralph bloom and the library is called Parramatta city library (laughs) and the catalog number of the book is po six double eight double double hang on my candle fell off yeah, my can- I took my candle out. Why are you wearing a beanie in the dress? <laughs> okay, you can put it in. Thank you. Yeah, it's a little bit wobbly. Put it, just put it down. Anyway, the catalogue number of the book is P O six eight eight O O two L. If any librarians want to check if the library still wants it back, I'll buy myself a copy. <laughs> as long as it's not out of print. If it's out of print, I'm keeping it and you can come after me. <laughs> oh, my episodes are terrible. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Muriel, I'm terrible. through the archives and I'm only game to scroll down because I'm walking I only game to scroll down a little bit walking down the shop to get toilet paper yay (laughs) that's a walk I wanted to take today I wasn't going to post today but I got stuck down the shop and Combank had another issue with my card again and all these bloody card machines work differently I had just used it with the savings didn't ask to withdraw any cash, the transaction went through fine, there's plenty of funds in the account for once, 
it's payday today and we haven't shopped yet. Um, so yeah, just going down to buy toilet paper, wanted cash out. So did through the savings, same way. And the transaction was declined twice in a line full of people. So I just tapped and paid, which I hate doing because then it takes like two days to come out because it treats it like a credit card. But it still comes out of your balance, but it's just confusing to look at. So anyway, I tried to get onto ComBank. Now through the app, it's impossible to find the number. The number's written in very small letters on the back of your card. But I had to end up doing a bot thing through ComBank. And while I asked for the number to contact them, it kept on telling me, no, you can just talk to me. And I kept on saying, no, I've got screenshots. No, give me your number. And it wouldn't. Anyway, I'm like, why make a stupid bot that's broken and then make that your front end? I think I'm going to change banks, even though I've been with ComBank for years and years, yonks and yonks. I mean, oh, since I was 18 and I'm 40 now. Um... I started out with State Bank, but then State Bank got bought by St. George. I wasn't really happy with that. Went to ComBank because they had the good student rates and the good, you know, they were the better bank for me than Westpac. Because we have four major banks in Australia, probably more now. Um, But I'm looking at opening a new account. I have an ING account. It's a bit of a pain in the ass to use. But apparently they don't charge any fees for using anyone's ATM. They refund any fees that you are charged, third-party fees. So today, maybe not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after. We really don't know. Can you tell I've been listening to Dennis Leary today? Um, I will contact ING ask them for a card to be sent out to me and reactivate my ING account that I do have and see if I can't put my I'll see if they have an app and what it's like to use to do the transactions in because the ComBank app has gone to shit like many apps have they've tried to add too many features all at once changed things, done a half ass job my god I get annoyed when it comes to technical snafus I'll tell you a little bit about my background once I walk across this road. Now I'm definitely in my Bluetooth headset, so you may not be getting very good sound quality. We're passing these roses now. I love it when people grow roses. I love roses. And there's a dead one. That'd be good for potpourri. All these ones would be good for potpourri but it's not my garden and I'm not sure about rose hips whether the rose hips still grow if you deadhead the roses but this place I come and I do get a lot of rose hips from them I have asked them if that's okay and they've said fine that rose hip is full of vitamin C brilliant for you you can make fruit leather out of it it's a bit of a pain in the bum um And I'm not sure about eating it raw. As far as it's gone, I have munched down on a few. They're not particularly uh, toothsome, but awesome for you. So, just like a vitamin C tablet, only natural. Um, Rose hip. Anyway, back to a bit of my story. Because we've still got a little bit of a way to walk home. 
I studied in back in my 20s I studied IT information technology I studied a networking certificate for uh, which would have got me some great qualifications I could have worked on a help desk I could have done a lot of things but what happened with it is I was in a class back at TAFE back before computers were groovy back when only the nerds were going into computers still and the girls were like, yeah, computers. Well, I was one of the only girls in the class. There was two other women in the class and they resigned really quickly. I got through to the end of the year, but I used to have the teacher standing over me with a, a little 386, 486, can't remember. We had to pull them apart, put them back together and get the operating system in. And the teacher used to stand over me. No one else used to stand over me and go, come on, you can do it faster than that. You can do it faster than that. Come on, like put me under real pressure. And in the end, I was the fastest person in the class to be able to pull apart, put together and reinstall a PC and put it in working order and put it on network. Um, So I was quite proud of that, but I never ended up getting my certificate. Because one of the males in my class, so really in the end of the class at this point, I was the only female. So one of the boys in the boys club who was a little bit jealous of me on a project where we were collaborative and put together. And I chose to be on his team because I thought, you know what, he's an okay person. I was a little sick and I was being a little generous and I thought, doesn't matter if I have to carry a bit more workload I'll do it I'll just make sure that this person submits their whatever they've got and we'll do a good job of this assignment and then we'll both pass anyway came down to it and from what I recall I gave him a near fully completed project he could not be asked to go through and read it nor do the final edit nor, you know, notate out his bits, anything else, and he didn't submit it. So what happened was, I didn't end up with my certificate. So, mmm, group projects, mmm, time management, mmm, other people, mmm, management. (laughs) I really should be in management. If I was to have a career, I would think, that would be my strong suit if I didn't have this illness. This illness has made it impossible for me to be a professional in any capacity. So I feel really ripped off about the IT stuff. So if you hear me going on about Anchor's technical faults like I'm an expert, it's not that I'm an expert. I've never developed an app. Don't know anything about app programming. Don't know the first thing about the new infrastructure of computers because after that experience I had my own computer obviously but I stopped learning and I stopped staying current I stopped mucking around on the inside of my computers Um, lots of things happened from not getting that certificate and probably my fault but it was just this anger that I could not get over because of the boys club so I don't know 
Louise and I have been talking a bit about feminism. And I've been saying, maybe I am a feminist because I'm starting to hate men. <laughs> and she's been saying, well, when you find the correct definition of feminism, can you tell me what it is? <laughs> so, um, I really just dislike the idea around feminism or patriarchy or any kind of inequality really shits me. <laughs> And I like the equality movement. I generally don't see myself as being female or male. I see myself as a person, first and foremost. I call myself gender fluid. Because typically, I vacillate between feminine-ish and fucking extremely male. (laughs) So whether I've just got my definitions back the front or whether this is just me who knows really and quite frankly who gives a damn this is me signing off nearly home walking up the hill this is Undies Funded Records and Radio your home of all things Trudy Florence effing Newell love yous all cheers Oh my gosh, I'm so tired. It's two in the afternoon. Only not an hour at three. I have a full cleaning crew coming to do the spring clean on my house. So I have to be good. I have to not be concerned that everything's moving around all at once. I have to be concise about what I expect of them. I have to be energetic so that I can be helpful where necessary. All I want to do is sleep. All I want to do is roll over and pass out. I ate lunch. I made an omelette with some salami and pepperoni and sun-dried tomato and fresh tomato and cheese. I ate half of that. It had three eggs in it, so I only ate half of it. That's all I could fit in. And I had like three sips of little fat lamb, a pomegranate flavour, which is beautiful. But I really didn't pour a lot because I was like, I know I can't afford to get tired, but my arm, man, everywhere is so achy. My feet are killing. I need a good hot soak and a long spa. Ah, that'd be nice. Anyway, what I get is a short lay down in a yucky bed. But soon, It'll be a nice bed because it's going to get steam cleaned today. Yay! I don't know if they can steam clean pillows, can they? That'd be awesome. Can't afford new ones. Just bought Christmas presents for the kids.
Man, I'm tired. That walk down the shop nearly wrecked me. But when you gotta go, you gotta go. Needed it. Needed toilet paper. And I spent 20 bucks down there. Because I bought some detox tea. Which I don't know what it tastes like. I hope it's nice. It was four bucks. I bought Emma some more peppermint tea. Because that's what she drinks in the morning. And I, um... Bought some more white sugar because everyone prefers white sugar in their coffee and tea and I thought we had none but it turns out we still had a half which filled up the sugar jug quite nicely. So I didn't need to buy their overpriced sugar but anyway I did. I'm so tired. I'm going to have an hour's nap. I'll wake up at three. I've set an alarm for quarter to three, I think. Alrighty, 990.
to look at this all the while Persistence used, impatience fused And it's the right time to get back to birth and time When one can forge you in line Reserve space, or I think it might be great If we all go blind We're the kind that's protected by a false shade of light Look me in the eye Without the lenses on We're the kind that's infected from the first stage of life Look me in the eye Without the lenses on
No expectations. No head in the clouds, suffocating labels, baby. Let's experience each syllable. Hand in glove, rhymes that stay together, play together. Nothing like a song. My music heart ain't open. Today I don't believe I'm worthy to make a sound. All the trash talk gerbils squirming round my self-esteem's remains. Nothing like a song left in me. There's no melody. No warm jazz tones. No expectations. Just a flirtation with a rhyme badgering over in my mind. Hallelujah, can we get off this roof? It's nothing like a song. Ain't got nothing like the will to sing. So down and out lately, I wouldn't know where to begin. Lashing out on negativity. Even if the whole world doesn't, I certainly hate me. Jaw-dropping discovery. You're worthless, ringing round my scone. Once it's begun, this refrain just bangs on and on. And that's why I ain't got nothing like a song in me. No nothing like a hip groove, nor a catchy melody. I ain't got nothing like a song left, now my well has run up dry. Any utterance I could make would only make me cry. I've lost the knack, I'm a no-hip, one-cent wonder. And this is what it's like to believe. All the negativity, day after day, agony. I ain't got a song. No, I ain't got a rhyme. No, I haven't got the slightest clue what I'm going to write this time. Feels like every shade except my blues have passed me by. Insipid little trips of the tongue aside. I have no idea what I want to write. I ain't got a tune worth a dime. I'd be going for a song and still nobody would buy. Good morning. Nice to see you all. I'm glad you're all here. It is currently 4.21am in the morning. And quite nice weather. Not cold at all. I do have my jacket and my shawl on, as usual. Because my shawl keeps me company. On my walks, as you all know if you've been listening this far. Walking and around and around in a circle in the park, looking at my little tea light candle that I've lit for a friend. And we'll just let the candle do its work there because I've already set its intention. And candles are quite good at doing what they do. You just gotta let them. So. I had quite a good talk with my husband tonight. We actually sat down and had a bit of a drink together. And, um, had a big long talk, and tears were shed, and <laughs> um, things were said, and stuff was put out in the open. Which is good, because it's like progress away from all this agitation and you know maybe a step in the right direction so this is good things have been very hard on our family lately and trying to get support while you're going through extremists like this is a little difficult 
and especially for me because I have a lot of PTSD around getting treatment I have a lot of PTSD around um, children and family stuff and you know my mum and dad broke up when I was 10 they divorced and, and separated and I didn't see my mum for a long long time um, and then my dad got this stepmom who was really 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 horrible to me and um, I'm still really damaged from her actions from her problems that she had um, because she was quite violent and obviously she had some mental problems we tend to attract each other the people with mental problems so there's a point when you've got to stop blaming people for things and although I wouldn't call it forgiveness there is a certain amount of peace that comes with time and there is a certain amount of understanding of the other person or the parent sorry the parents point of view especially when you have children of your own and you're doing your best you can see all those little spots where you might have been too aggravating as a child and um, last night yesterday morning before I went for my walk I was watching a Facebook watch party and I believe the movie was a wonderful life and at one point this little boy who was working at a pharmacy saw that the pharmacist who was quite three sheets and really shaky and the boy said not well um, he put cyanide in these capsules instead of putting the medicine in that was going to help this person and this little boy was responsible for going to deliver the medicine but he saw that the man put poison in the pills so he didn't want to deliver it so he went and he tried to tell the pharmacist first but the pharmacist threatened him and the boy had a sore ear already so I'm not sure whether the pharmacist used to just bash him over the ear hole a lot but in the movie his ear was even bleeding when he came back but first anyway this boy went to see his father because the pharmacist wouldn't listen but he didn't deliver the medicine like he was supposed to because he was a smart little boy <laughs> and he knew that it could kill somebody so he went to his father but his father was busy and said nicely to him I'll see you tonight son please don't interrupt anyway this young boy ended up going back to the pharmacy where he worked and explaining to the pharmacist that he didn't deliver the medication and trying to tell him why and the pharmacist was just slapping over the ear like really bad and this boy was just begging please don't hurt my sore ear anymore <laughs> please don't hurt my sore ear anymore <laughs> so that was quite emotional for me to watch <laughs> I've never seen it before
and yeah I gotta watch the whole movie when I get better when I'm able to without bursting into tears and bullshit um yeah I'm a little emotional as you would be after having a three hour conversation about heavy shit um so I've come from my pain walk <laughs> and I'm probably gonna have a bit of difficulty today with fulfilling the things that I've said I would because I only slept until one I've had a broken sleep tonight I, I slept between seven and ten and woke up for about an hour and then went back to sleep and slept until two, one or two, got up and then Daniel and I spoke until, well when I left the house it was like four something, so it was um, a long talk. So we sat in our little laundry, which is our little office, our little private space that we go into, it's where we smoke. And um, and we've got no pot, <laughs> so we were just having tobaccos and just talking, and a lot of stuff happened. I came out that was good and healing and all of that. So these tears aren't all bad tears. These tears are a lot of things, and. My um, my doctor gave me painkillers still. He didn't get angry that I yelled at him yesterday and ran out. <laughs> um, so that's kind of good. But now I still got to go see the doctor. Get a bloody pregnancy test for crying out loud. They've clipped my tubes. But this is either this medication or stress I'm freaking vomiting, leaking milk, <laughs> getting fat, and I mean like <laughs> two dress sizes within the space of three weeks, and I'm not overeating, so I'm just like, man, I didn't expect this, like none of my clothes fit, I've been invited out to go out <laughs> on Friday night, and I'm like, <laughs> shit, what am I going to wear, <laughs> like literally since the gig the other week. I can't fit in those clothes anymore and they were falling off me when I went to the gig so I started on the increased dose of medication um, before the gig even because I was getting unwell and I was like no nah, I seriously want to stay on earth <laughs> and not fall off I want to look after my kids and I want to be good and help and I want to go play this gig, so I got the increased dose before the gig, but in the last couple of weeks, man, has it gotten really bad, like, all the side effects, as you know, if you've been listening, um, and I don't know, my ulcer's playing up as well, I think it might be bleeding, I've been 
really sick throwing up, finding it difficult to eat. So I really do need to go see this doctor and let him know about my physical symptoms. But he's just going to treat it like it's side effects and it doesn't matter. Um, but straight out, I'm just going to ask him for a pregnancy test, I think. That might get him to shut up and listen. Because he knows I've had my tubes clipped. So maybe he'll sit down and ask me what my physical things are like. Instead of just asking what my mental things are like. Because a lot of times, and this is the bit that pisses me off, shrinks, psychs, doctors, they ignore the physical symptoms in favour of the mental symptoms. Except... You have to treat a person as a whole. And definitely, most definitely, I can assure you, mental health does not just have an impact on the mind or the brain or the soul. It has an impact on the body. And the impacts on the body can also affect the mind. So, you really must watch. This constant vigilance is really, really getting to me. I'm going to stop walking around this circle now and see I'm focused just a little. The lights are out in the park tonight. I'm used to there being more light here. There's street lights from the street that I can see. I'm used to the dark now. But it's hard to use my phone and then look up and see. So, anyway, I wanted to give a quick update to my listeners who've been following along. I no longer endorse or support the Infinite Recovery Group on Facebook. It's not my style of group. I was asked to moderate my language while I was in a horrible state. And I thought, you know what, that's not very caring or professional or nice. He didn't ask how I was. He didn't check in and say, I'm concerned about you because your language has changed. Are you okay? He simply said, I have to ask you to moderate your language because we're trying to create a respectful blah, 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 blah. And please restrain your use of the word fuck and cunt um apparently arsewipe is just fine and fucking cunt he has a problem with fuck and cunt not fucking cunt um so anyway some people are interested in helping others some people are interested in tooting their own horn and selling their products. And I suppose you have to be aware that not everybody who's on Facebook doing groups and stuff is there for your benefit. Some people may say they are, but they're really only there to flog their wares. So just letting people know. Um, hello? Just letting people know that um, 
it's not really my kind of book and I won't be reviewing it any further I will be deleting it off my device in fact because I've read a lot of recovery material like I've said and I've been at this for a long long time so in my opinion I don't have time to waste I'm 40 years old I don't need to be policed on my language I did require a friend and I could have done with someone asking me how I was not someone just simply telling me that my language wasn't appropriate in the group so my response was immediately I'll remove myself thank you Keith and then I went and made my apologies to the people in the group and said um, I'm unable to moderate my language due to my state so this obviously is not the group for me thank you for the friendships I've made here they've been quite valuable and I'm sorry to leave you all but I must I find myself compelled to resign from this group thank you for your time then I went and posted on my private on my public profile sorry a simple post that basically said what I just said, what I paraphrased it, was some people are selling a product, some people are selling an idea, some people are selling a philosophy, and some people are selling themselves. Um, and you kind of have to be aware which is which. And I develop discernment but it takes me a little while I don't always notice what people's motivations are and I'm a curious sort I always do try to figure out people's motivations um, and I think that this guy is just there to sell his book so buy it if you wish that would be totally your choice you know what there's a stick here a big stick here and it's funny because I left a stick here couple of years ago when I was having this big episode and I lost it I came back the next day to get it and it was gone and it was a half done um, magical cane magical staff and it was from a tree that had been cut down in my backyard when it shouldn't have been cut down, there was no reason for it to be cut down. It wasn't us that cut it down, it was the Department of Housing that came and cut it down. And they were replacing the fence and there was no need for them to cut it down. It wasn't near the fence. It was a lovely little eucalyptus sapling. And I really liked it. And I was like, that's going to be a great spot for a eucalyptus tree. That'd be great. I love eucalyptus. Maybe we could get a koala, you know. Anyway, no. But I liked it, so I kept it. And I had it for years. And 
yeah, then I lost it when I was kind of disconnected. And I kind of chucked it in the park and got the shits and walked away. That's when I ended up running around topless <laughs> on the street. So, yeah. I don't always make the best decisions. And things that I do don't always work out because I'm human. But sometimes life just gives you little pointers, doesn't it? And it just says, here, gently, here, here's the way, look at it, look, look what I found for you. Just like a little kid when he comes up excited and goes, hey, look, look, mum, look, <laughs> look at me, look at me. But it's very gentle. It's like a kid, not, not a brat, like a, a nice kid that comes up to you and goes, hey, look at this, I'm excited, I found something for you. Um, and that's what intuition is like. Intuition has that little touch of excitement with it when you get a revelation. And you're right, Blair, it is not negative. The ego is the negative part. The ego rises up and and gives you that negative, that protective, that that definitive run or hide or however you want to put it. Um, can't find my lighter, hang on. Gotta love a good candle. Found some tea lights. These are ancient tea lights. These have been in my house for a long, long time. Which is unusual for me <laughs> with candles. I kind of run out. <laughs> so I found these three today. I was like, wow, in the spring cleaner. It was such a surprise. And a really good present because I was like thinking, oh man, I'm out of candles. I need to go to shop and buy more. Um, I think I actually did a request yesterday and said, if anyone wants to send me candles. And then I said to Lou, I've got to get myself a P.O. box in case people actually do want to send me candles. <laughs> Cheaper to buy the candles. But anyway, um, seriously, if you do want me to light a candle for you, get in contact. The uh, email address is condensation, that's C-O-N-D-E-N-S-A-Y-S-H-U-N, at gmail.com. And uh, tell me anything. Tell me you like my show. Tell me you hate my show. Tell me I suck eggs if you like. I don't really mind. Um, what you will is what you will. So, and I do what I do. And this, this is me. This is what I do. Just me. Nothing special, really. But... Some days I feel special. <laughs> some days. Some days I just feel like things might work out okay. <laughs> and some days I feel proud of myself. That it might be working out a little bit because of me. That's a new feeling. 
that's a really new feeling for me. So, what you've just heard the music wise was Parish Mubarak with two songs. The first was Gratitude, and the second was called Lens. And then you heard something that I did as a collaboration on Anchor with Creature K. Go look him up. Awesome podcast. Really great guy. Um, I sent him some stems of some vocal little loops that I did. He did this marvellous background. And then I just put that horrible sounding (laughs) um, little quick draft over the top. I have to get back to that and do the vocal properly. Um, when I have time with the studio because it really deserves to be polished up properly and I hate to disappoint and half do things but I do like to take action immediately and I do tend to publish things before they're quite polished because like I said I like to take people inside the music and show that music doesn't just come out one end like as if you hear it on the radio <laughs> it's a long long process and it takes some time and a lot of effort <laughs> some things come together really quickly others just it's like pulling teeth so um, I hope you enjoyed the music and I hope you come back tomorrow as they say keep on coming back uh, love you guys have a great day night whatever internet time, whatever internet place you're at. And make sure you be kind to yourself because kindness is important. 4.44, what a wonderful time to finish my post. A 22-minute post. Wow, I've been walking a while. Well, time to have a smoke, eh? Wish I had some. Gotta go. Say yes.